hello, all you lovely traumatized humans. Today it's Friday. Um, it's the last day of April. April showers bring May flowers. It hasn't been raining in April because I live in Southern California and it never fucking rains here and it's just sunny all the time. And that sounds like a good thing, but it's kind of not. So anyway, um, May Day is tomorrow. And I like that May Day sounds like May Day, but it also is like, hey, bring someone flowers. That's what you're supposed to do on May Day. On May Day, you're supposed to bring somebody flowers. I used to bring my grandmother flowers or I'd pick her like a bouquet of dandelions or some shit. And she'd still be like, thank you, hon. That's a very loving thing for your grandmother to do is say like, thank you for these weeds. Anyway, today we're talking about dietitians. Ooh-wee. I saw a dietitian for probably a year and a half. But when I first started seeing Amy the dietitian, I hadn't quite figured out how to feed myself. Real talk. I was past the really bad eating disorder stuff, the purging and the starvation and the inevitable binges. I'd stabilized my body weight enough that it wasn't concerning. Like I wasn't underweight anymore. But as someone with an, anyone with an eating disorder will tell you, the body is like only a small part of it. Fixing the real problem requires fixing the brain. And I had started fixing my brain, but I hadn't even come close to like healing myself fully. So I started seeing her and the day one, she asked me if I wanted to weigh myself. And I was like, fuck no, definitely not. Amy was tall. She had broad shoulders. Uh, she was a former collegiate swimmer and a mom. Sometimes you know someone is a mom before you really know if they're a mom, right? She was warm and welcoming with a big smile and a quirky but honest way of talking. I saw her every other week and she slowly but surely dismantled the false beliefs I held about food. Like that all carbs were bad or that eating a sweet would make me gain weight, Amy asked me every visit if I wanted to be weighed. She wanted to take away my fear of the scale and prove to me with numbers and data that the weight of my body was nothing to be ashamed of. My body and I were in a contentious relationship and I used to weigh myself obsessively like back in the day sometimes multiple times a day. I'd get agitated if the scale went up even half a pound and become unreasonably happy if my weight dipped even a little bit. Eventually, um, but I knew I wanted to like get away from that kind of dynamic. And, um, my first step in my eating disorder recovery was getting rid of my scale. But then eventually like we had to address my fear of the scale and the not wanting to know and everything like that. So eventually I did let Amy weigh me, but not tell me the number. Then months into seeing her, I allowed myself to look down at the scale and it had uh, it said 156 for the duration of almost a year. So every other week I'd go and see her and she'd weigh me and I maintained that weight without even trying. I was shocked. I always had to fight to lower my weight and keep it low. I always believed that I was at war with my body, that without my control tactics, tactics, I'd spin out of control. Amy taught me that if I listened to my body and ate intuitively, I would maintain my weight and stay healthy. She also challenged me to eat a brownie with her, which I avoided as long as possible. One day I walked across the street from my office to the medical building where she worked and I saw a brownie sitting on her desk eat half with me, she said. I was really angry at first, but then I was scared. Fear often hides beneath a cloak of anger. So many of us aren't really mad. We're just afraid. And as I faced my brownie, I felt myself becoming very afraid. Amy took a bite of hers and I gamely took a bite of mine. I started to cry. I did not like this exercise. I did not like my body. I did not honestly like me. That's okay, Amy said. It's just food and food can't hurt you. You need food. We slowly ate our brownies and I began to calm down, guilt kind of seeping into my body. Did it taste good? Amy asked me. I considered this. Taste was not something I considered often when choosing food. In fact, I often ate very bland food exactly because it did not taste good. That way I wouldn't eat too much. But that brownie did taste good. Yes, I said. It wasn't bad. 
Not bad became my new phrase for everything food-related. Not bad felt easier than good, more accessible, and less scary. And if I was ever going to fully shed my eating disorder, I had to shed my fear. I had to shed every voice in my head that instructed me to doubt myself and my body. That brownie was the best brownie I'll ever eat. Amy and I met for many more months, and I credit the help of a real certified dietitian with helping me finally step outside my eating disorder. Therapy helped too, but Amy knew the science of food. She could tell me exactly how food would interact with my body, and I like facts. She carefully deconstructed my food beliefs and helped me time my carb, my carb intake for um, athletic performance. She showed me with a detailed graph how different foods had different purposes. Like she broke down the science of it. I mean, I'm not going to go into details here, but she deconstructed everything. The BMI chart and she explained why the BMI chart is like so bad and not an accurate measure of health, especially for muscular athlete like myself. She helped me release anxiety around food and tune into my hunger cues. She even suggested I get my body composition measured to prove exactly how much muscle I carry. She knew what I needed. She was useful in helping me overcome my eating disorder, but she was also useful in helping me understand food. And once I understood food, I couldn't fear it as much. Knowledge really is power. And if you're feeling unsure about your diet or like you don't understand nutrition, seek the help of a professional. There are so many people who want to tell you how to eat or what foods are good or bad, but most of them are pandering bullshit products with little to no scientific backing. If someone is trying to sell you something, it's probably bullshit. Seeking the help of a certified professional was the only useful dietary advice or investment that I've ever made. So there you have it. Um, there's a difference between a dietitian and a nutritionist. You can read about that, um, read about body composition, why it's a better and more accurate tool. The last time I got my body comp measured, it was about 20% fat and 80% lean tissue. Um, lean tissue is not just muscle. It's like your bones and stuff and your organs or whatever. But anyway, um, it, it showed me that I wasn't quote unquote over it. Cause my body, um, weight for my height is like on the high end of healthy. It's not overweight, but it's on the high end of healthy. So I'm always like, Oh my God, I'm too heavy and stuff. Um, but Amy was like, you're not actually, you're just really muscular. And, um, it's true. If, when I stopped working out, I, I lost a lot of weight, um, because I lost a lot of my muscle mass. So there is such a thing as <laughs> not being overweight because you're muscular and I'm an athlete and all that good stuff. But the body composition reading, I think I, it was $40 was DEXA scan. You can find them anywhere. Just go on DEXA.com and uh, yeah, have a lovely day. Don't do anything that would make your mother cringe. Bye.